unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you. Anything wrong you do, he's gonna see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Cause that's where the ranger's gonna be. Welcome, Golden Globe Trappers. That is that twang of Texas Walker Ranger theme song. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you loved it, right? Well, I love that talk singing that Chuck does on it. Yeah, it's pretty great. I wish, I wish it actually instead of doing like you know a slideshow of him in action, it was him actually singing it or talk singing it. You know, but eh, whatever. Before we get into it, we should say welcome to the first episode of Tippy Taps. Yeah. This is Tippy Taps. Where we do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. In the realm of action, of course. It's I, I feel like it's mostly going to be our excuse to do like an, an episode, do a renegade, do a walker, but who knows what we do with the... We have not... Like the rules in a lot of the movies that we watch, there are no rules. <laughs> there are no rules in tippy taps. That's for sure. It's pretty. Doesn't do much though. Exactly. Just fans off your opponent basically. Beats right. the sweat off their brow. So yeah, we're in we're uh doing our first episode with a a Walker Texas Ranger. I'm gonna let you take the lead because I'm a Walker Virgin. I explained it. I never watched this show. I've, yeah. I've never seen an ep- This is the first episode I've seen all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. Of course, right. the most famous being the Cyborg Cannibal, which I've seen, I might have been hallucinating. <laughs> that might not even exist. <laughs> but we'll find it and we'll cover it on a future episode of Tippy Taps. Tippy Taps. So yeah, take the lead, Griff. Let me like, give me the introduce me to the world and maybe some listeners who didn't watch Walker Tech Stranger, the yeah. world of and the characters and the history. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and by history and all that, no, you're not getting any of that. So this is a show that went on for about eight seasons, starting wow. in like ninety one or ninety two. How the hell did this show stand for eight years? Who knows. But, you know, it's Chuck Norris. It's good, wholesome value. So clearly that, that sold well back in the day. But um, when I, America was great. Exactly. Yeah. That's, this is what we're trying to go back Maybe to. Maybe that's what we need. We don't need all this shit. Trump. All Trump needs to do is put Walker Texas Stranger back on. I think Walker is a Trump guy, too. So I'm sure he is. Yeah. Sure he is. He's probably trying to teach him how to roundhouse. Probably, I can't imagine that's going well, though. <laughs> See that roundhouse I just did? You you heard it. Holy shit. By the way, I don't know. Maybe we'll drop some of the sound effects, sound effects in when we get into some of the fighting scene. But like any TV drama, action, they ham it the fuck up on sound Their effects. Their kicks break the sound barrier. There's a sonic oh boom every time someone throws a roundhouse. There's a time where Walker slight, like barely throws somebody onto the ground, and it, it sounds like a fucking tornado just went by. Just oh, amazing. Texas Twister. Texas Twister. <laughs> So here's the thing about Walker. Uh, this episode that we're doing today, uh, we're sticking to the whole Christmas theme. You know, we're a little late, but who the fuck cares? It's never too late for Christmas. Exactly. Um, so th- this is season eight. I was already done with Walker. Mm. I, I think uh, me and my family watched it for a couple seasons. This was like a wholesome get together. This is what they, I was their target. We were the target audience, except that we weren't. 
religious or uh you know i hope the people Southern. listening aren't religious because yeah you might get offended by some of the things said in this episode <laughs> so if you are eric turn it off i so we were talking about this while we were watching we just watched the episode uh you couldn't get you couldn't get to run at home so we watched it here yeah. which was a good time i always like watching this shit it's way more fun than watching it by myself because it seems depressing when i'm watching a walker texas ranger episode by myself no. so our main characters let's let's get there we know that this is the eighth season so we're talking 97 98 can you think of something in pop culture that's really big in 97 98 was friends big in like 97 friends seinfeld. Was big uh seinfeld was still big frazier you, you know what was in every store Beanie Babies. Oh, I thought you were going to say, uh, got your mind. What the fuck was that called? Uh, what was it? Habitachi. What the fuck was that? that? <laughs> Tamagotchi? Yeah, Tamagotchi. The little pets. Yeah. yeah no. I was Furby. More, Furby. I, w- I was really trying to get you into the Beanie yeah, Baby thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never heard of Beanie Baby. Beanie Pals? Be- they like Beanie Pals. Yeah, Bean Pals. Bean Pals. Bean Pals. So they're playing on that theme in this episode. <laughs> that was a hot commodity they're, in this yeah. episode. There, there's a lot of fun flashback stuff, but we're, we're like in 97. 1997 again this is being a later season um they actually added two more characters because clearly i i think what that's happened, how you save a show when it's flagging just add more characters yeah it always works i think what was happening it should have been a, a smart elk orphan like that somehow for some reason works for like dude, the texas rangers oh absolutely yeah no there had to be and because yeah. it all takes place on the southern borders i was reading through a bunch of the episode synopsis they do a lot of border relations stuff. A lot of drug cartels come up from it's Mexico. A very and, important issue for uh, me. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, so, oh, shit. But, yeah, we have two new characters. Uh, I'm pretty sure they added them somewhere midway through the season because I think Walker was like, I can't do any more of the stunts. I'm done. Because if, if you notice, Walker mostly just does the talking. Right. You know, he he had that one action scene, and it, all he did was like uh, kind of a Steven Cigar skull arm flip. Yeah, I think his stunt kind of double thing. had to retire. Yeah, <laughs> he was too elderly. <laughs> the stunt double was actually Pog from our your episode. <laughs> oh, Pog. So these two new we got Walker. We What's, got was is was that first or last name? What's his name? Is his name Chuck Walker? It, it, it is his last name. It's Cordell Walker. Cordell. Don't Walker. ask me to remember all the names. Uh, then there's Trivet. I don't remember if that's his first or last name, but he is Walker's partner. <laughs> his first name is Trivet. Dude, it's the crazy. He's like name. an alien from Star Trek. He might as well be. I'm Trivet. Okay, and then we Alex have Trivet. We have CD, <laughs> who was like I think he was Walker's old partner, but he's retired and he has a bar, and they all hang out in the oh, bar. Okay, yeah. CD's so, the Wilford Brimley type character. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of knowledge. Oh, my, so much wisdom. We we hear it right off the bat where he's like, oh, yes, this ornament reminds me of Waco. Remember when we killed all them Branch Davidians? <laughs> Good times, Walker. Uh, Good times. If it were Family Guy, it would cut to Walker roundhousing a bunch of... David Koresh. Yeah, <laughs> or just David Koresh. And they drink a Dr. Pepper because that's where Waco that's Waco's most famous yeah. for. And then we're our two new characters. We get these young spunky uh pair, and they're rangers as well, but you have And uh, they might be lovers, we don't know. We there's an attraction there for sure. Sexual uh big time tension. So there's Francis the, the he's the dude. Uh how how did you feel about him? Kind of a poor man's uh red brown. Yeah. That, a, that's what I was thinking. Kind of a meathead. Yeah. And then you have Sydney, who's his partner, and uh, well, the lady. 
She's got to be around to kick ladies. <laughs> yeah. You can't have a man beating up a woman. Yeah. But women are criminals, too, so you need to have them get beat up. So exactly. you get a woman cop. Exactly. And so they take on, like, every scene they're in basically has action, stuns, fighting. And I think they do all their own stunts, too. Like, I didn't know. Well, she did do a roundhouse. I saw that. She, did, she didn't just do a roundhouse. She did, the, like, that side flip and kick two people. Mm-hmm. She she had she had the moves. Okay. They clearly gave her all the cool action. Uh so yeah, those are our main characters. Okay. Um, you know, we'll Sydney, just... Francis, Trebek, <laughs> Walker and CD. Okay, okay, I got it. You got it. All right. I might say black guy, woman, <laughs> meathead, if I forget. <laughs> That's Wilford Brimley. So as all episodes, I think a lot of episodes open this way where they're hanging out at the bar. They're of just, course. Yeah. You, you know, they're laying on the themes of just like what Christmas is all about. Uh, family you know, and Family, spending time. Trivet's kind of playing the idiot role where he's just like, what do you guys want for Christmas? I'm thinking of giving you a gift card. And they're just like, you can't do that. Like, there's no... Uh, thought behind that it's cheap i hate people that my mom's like this yeah like, she expects a gift but she won't tell you what she wants yeah i hate people that, just... that's what they're doing poor trivets yeah they really are they, they expect a gift believe me they do but they're still like oh you know i don't know and walker's being like your mom she's really hamming it he, he's really hamming it up where he's just like you don't have to give me anything don't you know it's all about family time and friends yeah He's really pushing it hard. And so CD goes, he brings up that ornament thing with a killed Koresh. He's yeah. like, man, I love that. I just shot the guy right in the face. It was they're, beautiful. They're trying to establish the theme of. They got a little, they took a picture of his dead body and they put uh, it into an, <laughs> an ornament. <laughs> Very clever. But yeah. yeah, they're like, that's going on the, the, the front side of the tree so everybody can see it. And it was like, it looked like a giant ass belt buckle. Yeah. Everything was a belt buckle on this. <laughs> they pushed tree. the southern themes really, really, yeah. really hard in this uh, in this show. So yeah, we get that nice, nice meet cue. If you're like a, a new person to the episode, the show, like me, yeah, they kind of let you know what these guys are about, who yeah. they are, and then we go straight to that great intro. Bow, ba bow, bow. I'm the eyes of Ranger. I'm a war ranger and I'm walking. I did like the final sentiment before they went to that. Uh, Sydney says, what, are we going to start sending emails instead of Christmas cards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shape, shape of things to come. So right out of our uh, Walker intro... Which, man, that really got my blood, blood boiling when I was a kid. Like, I was, like, geared up, ready to go. You're I'm ready. Fucking roundhouse in uh, there. It's only 40 seconds, so I could get off, like, three or four roundhouses in that time, and then I was out of breath because roundhouse. You got to put a lot into a roundhouse. There ain't no tippy-tap. That's true. It's a power kick. Uh, so, yeah, we open up, and the theme of this episode, which is how, uh, you know, we were trying to settle on a Christmas episode, and I said, there's this one or this one, where Santas go around robbing, uh, apparently it was malls. They were robbing, like, armored cars. Yeah, that's right, but they were, like, outside of malls. Yeah. So, yeah, sure enough. Uh, of course, all the, in the 90s, people went to the malls to buy yeah. shit, so Late that's 90s where it malls is. were popping all the bean pails were at the malls. Mm-hmm. It was the only place you could get them. Or Nelson's Trade Shop. Or at some near-to-well 
secondhand shop where all these underground deals go down. We'll get in that <laughs> yeah, later. that was Nelson's straight shop. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we we see the first armed robbery happening. These guys disguised as mall Santas attack these guards, steal the shit, throw it into a getaway car, and take off. And while this scene is happening, it's a tragic sh- scene. There's all kinds of uh, you know mall shoppers there witnessing it, screaming their heads off. But they're playing Christmas, soft Christmas music. They're playing it all throughout the episode. <laughs> it's just it, the, the music and in it's the scene jingle don't bells ninety percent of the time. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So uh, yeah, they get the money, they take off. They just have like a conversion van that they're all riding around in. They don't have the license plate covered, so anybody could have picked up the license plate. Mm. You know, but they didn't. They just didn't care. So they get away. So and, they're setting up a sting. Like, we can't have this. This is Christmas time. We can't have people yeah. stealing our money. We're back in the Walker, or the Walker, the the Ranger, uh, you know, office, and they're thinking about it, and they're like, they hit this mall, and they hit this mall, and Walker, oh, this is interesting. There's a trend here. The malls are really close, easy access to the freeway. We're always off the freeway. And so everyone's always. like, how are we going to figure out where the next hit's going to be? He's like, well, this is the only other mall. These two are the only other malls that are easy access to the freeway. So let's go there. And um, yeah, Luck would have it. I think they're right. Yeah. And they've got like some decoy- marked bills. That's what it ended up yeah. being. And so they're they're send Sydney and Francis off because they're, you know, they're the dream team. They always go together. Um, and Walker goes to one mall with Trivet, and they go to the other mall. So setting up the sting operation. Th- these episodes, they move quick. You got to yeah, cram yeah. a lot in 40 minutes. <laughs> Only got 40 minutes. Right. So we get a cutaway while they're getting set up at the mall, and we see uh, nice you know, kids learning about the meaning of Christmas. And... They're at church. They're getting ready for the Christmas pageant. Kids are getting their roles. Yeah. It's like, you're going to be the innkeeper. You're Mary. You're Jesus. Yeah. And this kid's like, I, I, what's my motivation for this scene? He's the innkeeper. Yeah. He's like, did I really put him in the manger? It's kind yeah, of really? fucked up, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely I mean, horrible. Why don't, why don't just throw him out on the street? He's like, but you can make more money. You can charge him half the amount of money for the manger instead of no money by kicking him out. <laughs> That's what Jesus is all about. Entrepreneurial spirit. Mm. Father, the son, and the entrepreneurial spirit. Those are the trinity. Goddamn right. And the kid goes, Whoops. that sounds like, yeah, that makes sense, preacher. He's like, pats the kid on the head. Then these kids go into this tone-deaf version of Silent Night. It's pretty rough. Oh, yeah, they're they're just a little off-key. Come on, kids. Pastor's not doing his job. And, and do uh, we meet Juan at this time? Yeah, we meet Juan. We, we Reformed cut gangbanger. <laughs> yeah, you, you immediately notice Juan because he's got a little pierced ear, nice little tasteful hoop earring. He's got a sweater vest on, tie, collared mm. shirt. And, uh, you know, he's just outside greeting everybody as they walk in. You Something's can... off. Yeah. Because I noticed he's got a tiny neck tattoo. Teeny, tiny neck tattoo. And that's code for low life. It's got to be. And he meets up with this Mexican couple. The woman's pregnant. She's just like, I can't wait for this baby to come so yeah, they won't f- kick me out. Felipe. We're learning, people. Mexicans are people, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank I you, mean, Walker. Yeah. I mean, every... Yeah. So we're like, hey, I... I have a neck tattoo. I have, I've impregnated a woman. They're like me. 
And so, yeah, that's the sort of setting. That's the thing. Like, they're not all they're all rapists and drug dealers, people. <laughs> like our president says. Yes. Uh, so just as uh, you know, the the beautiful young couple heads into the church. She like knitted a doily or some yeah. shit for and the even CD is talking about how how lovely these but people you're, are. You're the good type of Mexican. <laughs> oh Jesus, CD. Yeah. That that's the southern racism yeah. though, where it's just yeah. He doesn't realize he doesn't realize he's saying he's racist. Yeah, it's just. It's just that's the way he is. And so uh, you did mention gangbangers, and unfortunately the gangbangers, the old crowd that... Oh, shit, I got my names confused there. Uh, yeah, this is Felipe. Juan's old crew shows yeah. up, and, and beautiful car, and uh, Juan has to head over there to talk to them. He's like, Felipe, he's like, OSA, you're going to steal some more of my crew? Ugh. I really feel like Walker was like, that's how you guys talk. He pulled the Steven Seagal. Yeah. This is how you guys yes, talk. Yes, he told them. No, it's not Mexican enough. <laughs> Anybody, see, you see my buddy Ricardo? Oh. Call back to Richie. Richie. And they got this weird ass, like, it's what the fuck? It's like a, it looked like a Grand Prix or some shit. It was like, Half of it was like half. It wasn't like a convertible, like yeah. half convertible. Yeah. Like they cut off the bar that's over the front half of the car, <laughs> yeah. and the back seat still has its cover. The it co- was, yeah, it was really weird. And he was just like, you know, and like once like I'm still gonna work on you, Felipe. You're gonna come to the way of the Lord. Yeah, Felipe notices that they're bringing all kinds of neat, neat toys, and he's like, "Are those bean pails? <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to steal some toys for you. I mean." Buy some toys and donate them to you. And then he takes a big swig out of a brown bag. Oh, man, he's drinking and driving. Felipe, come on. He needs some Jesus he in his life. He needs a little Jesus in his life. And they take they, they hit the hydraulics and they take off. <laughs> oh, man. They're hammering home with all the stereotypes. Yeah. And so we go to Juan, who's now teaching, like, you know, a class in the church. And it's it's mm. all it's all uh, Mexican children, and they're trying to— I, Well, it's I, underprivileged children. It wasn't I, just is Mexican. that what they were going yeah, for? there was okay. a black kid there. Oh, there was. <laughs> and so, you know, there he is—every student in that classroom is, like— Puppy dog eye. They 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 are just they're absorbing. Lo- they need a mentor, a yes. male figure in their life, and Juan is doing that for them. Yeah, and they all look up to him. It's almost like Cody or whatever the fuck his name is from Kickboxer Two, where all of his pupils just yeah. are like. Well, oh, there I'm was sucking. a scene where Juan blind took a blindfold, blindfold. on and executed, tried to punch him. Yeah, try to punch me. Yeah, the what is it? The blind rock in the river or something? I don't know. <laughs> go. It's, it's a very underrated episode. Go listen to it. <laughs> But uh, one of the kids finally raises his hand, and Juan's like, yes, what do you need? And he's like, teach, I got to know, what's with the tats? And he looks down, and he's got this teeny tiny forearm tattoo, and he's like, you know. Still a tattoo. Still a tattoo. And he's like, you know. He's like, well, this is a kanji. It means, you know. (laughs) And and he goes into like an hour-long reason what this tattoo means to him, what he was doing when he got it. He's like, no, I just wanted to know why you had it. I didn't cut to the chase, Teach. Yeah. And he even even cuts him off. The student is like, is it a gang thing? My question is, (laughs) is it a gang thing? He goes, yes, it's a gang thing. (sighs) But But it still has very special meaning. That's why I didn't get rid of it. Yeah. Well, he's saying, like, I got to. Keep it here. Remember where I came from. Remember, but yeah, and I don't he, want to go back. He he teaches all the kids. You know, the real power is giving in to the Lord. 
That's what makes you a man. Not tattoos, not being in a gang. Give in to and the Walker's, Lord. Walker's, is, is that Walker's wife, girlfriend? It's his girlfriend. She's watching on. She's approving. She's yeah. nodding approvingly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they, yes. they were very progressive with this show. They made her the assistant attorney general. Glass ceiling doesn't exist. She can do anything she wants, even in a fictional show. <sighs> so, she's, she goes, Juan, I approve of what you just said. She, oh, my God. Every, she, You're one of the good ones, and then she walked away. Why was she monitoring the class if he's one of like, well, she, she That's how she found out. Got to keep an eye. <laughs> so we're going to go back to our mall scene. We got to check in on what Trivet and uh, Walker are up to. And, of course, Trivet's still trying to figure out the perfect gift, to, gift for Walker. Notices his boots are a little scuffed. Walker, uh, how long have you had those boots? Do they have any sentimental value? Maybe you could use a new pair? He's like, Trivets, you're a piece of shit. Christmas is about Jesus and about giving. Yeah. Stop with all the materialism. Ugh. But they see that the, uh, I believe the uh, money escort goes and comes and goes without any problem. So they call in to Sydney. It's called and, a, yeah, a guard. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Bring that Money up for some reason. <laughs> and so, yeah. They call into Sydney and Francis. And they're you know like, why? hey, yeah, what's going on with your situation? And then they're like, well, nothing really. And then they see this woman who's a stroller. <laughs> and her car, as, as it happens sometimes, it just goes into drive and it starts rolling. And she's like, stop, my baby's in the car. And, of oh, course, no. Francis and what's her name? Uh, Sydney. Sydney, they're cops. They're heroes. Yeah. So and they, they go running after Yeah, they it. spring right into action. And while that's happening, these mall Santas come out with their Uzis. Aw, shit. And beat the fuck out of these guys. They, they stop the car. The cops stop the car. It's a fucking... They've got, they got hoodwinked. they got ho-ho hoodwinked. Hoodwink. See? I thought it was good. By this chick, because it's a doll. It's not a real baby. Oh, man. It was it's, a distraction. Sydney is pissed about that. She's like, I'm going to put this one in the, the old memory cells well, yeah, for later. You know, because she's trying, her and Francis, you don't know about this, but this is their motivation. They're trying to have a baby. They've been trying for a long time. Oh, and so you're mocking oh, her, basically. Shit. She, a, she would love to have a baby that she could forget and let roll in a car. Murray, this is your first episode, and look at you. Yeah, hey, man. A year, two years? I actually wrote three episodes of Walking Dead. I've never seen it. Just just, like our podcast. Don't listen to it. You'll do the work. You just (laughs) won't listen or watch. So, yeah, I love how efficient these Santas are, though, because in the time it took them, 38 seconds, to stop the car, notice it was a fake baby, and turn around, the mall Santas have beat the shit all while Jingle Bells is playing very softly, very nice. Uh, There could have been a Yule fireplace or something going on as well. But... In that time, the Santas have destroyed the fucking uh, guards, and they're about to get back in the van when um, Sydney and Francis come running up. We're talking about a mall, people everywhere, and they both just get their glocks out and open fire. They're just raining bullets everywhere. They're just doing their Second Amendment right. I I mean, they're not just... Exercising their Second Amendment They're not just exercising their Second Amendment. They're serve and protecting... They're doing both. They're standing their ground. Yeah. Meanwhile, these guys, I don't think they have guns out. They're just running away, and they're shooting them in the back. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, they do murder the fuck out of that one guy. And they shoot yeah. him eight times. And they take off like the crooks, the scumbag they are. They leave their body. You know, he's riddled with bullets. <laughs> and uh, they think they, they he left his, he has his wallet on him, thankfully, so they can find out who he is. Yeah, that's, that's how they get like uh, their lead to 
uh, their connection because they find out about the barkeep mm-hmm. or the bartender who was connected to them. So that's going on. We we'll go back to the church. Yeah, we got to go back to this church. And they're they're hammering it out. They're getting the nativity like play like down perfectly. Yeah. Well, that's going on. Felipe and his crew show because they got they want those beanie pals, dude. Those things were hot in '97. Seriously, hundreds of dollars. They Felipe knows about eBay as well. And these these will never go down in value. This is like better than investing in Apple. As long as you put the little protective casing over the tag. They'll never depreciate in value. And that's they had those, too. Yeah, I hear they had the Princess Diana one. Wow. Yeah. I think she was still alive back then. I don't remember <laughs> when she died. But, but, yeah, they're like, just, hey, fuck the money, man. Get those beanie pals. And they're throwing them in. Oh, man. And they, I think they were even throwing price tags around. That one's worth 20 <laughs> This one's worth 40 they, Their eyes were just fucking huge. And so they didn't notice that the pastor shows up. He's like, hey, what's going on with these Beanie Pals? Oh, no. And they go, vamanos. And they rush past. They push lightly graze yeah, the pastor. Yeah. It and goes w- into slow-mo, <laughs> so you know the force was significant. Yeah, it was, it was so forceful. We, could only, we couldn't see it with the naked eye unless they slowed it down. Exactly. They slowed it down. It took like 15 seconds for it, him to fall down. Yeah, he crashes. The pastor crashes into the wall, and you see the wall just... Buckle. It's like the drywall is completely cracked. He went halfway the into it. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. And yeah, he just starts slowly collapsing. Oh man. And you're you're just like that man he's a, he's a goner. He's gotta be a goner. You don't survive very very subtle push. <laughs> and then yeah, just a brushing of the shoulder. And then so uh Felipe, no Juan showing up. He's like, Hey, I got those tag protectors for the beanie pals. Pastor <laughs> Pastor Pastor <laughs> And he runs up it's like, No, I found revenge on you. This has to be Felipe. Oh man. I, I don't know how he figured it out so quickly, but he was just Well, because like, Felipe told him earlier I'm gonna come by and steal all your he, beanie pals. He did kinda say that. Okay, so this is where we get the marked bills that comes up. It wasn't the wallet. It's the fact that they trace back the marked bill. Apparently, oh, okay. after the robbery, the, the idiots went to a bar. You know, okay. They just went straight well, yeah. drinking. So they show up to the bar, and the bartender is just like, hey, it's just this guy, uh, Johnny something. Johnny Paycheck. Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> his name's Corey. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was like Corey Booker. Wait, is that a... <laughs> yeah, that's a guy running for president. That's he's, right. He's black. That's right. And these guys are obviously are racist crackers because they go they go to this dilapidated house. The rest of the neighborhood, was, they were just... Look, not only are they thieves, they're ruining the property value of their neighborhood. Absolutely. I'm glad I did point it out to you, but I'm sure you noticed it on your own. I, I just like to talk sometimes because, again, we watch these movies and shows by ourselves. So having somebody around, I just get to chatting. But, uh, yeah... Every house, it looks like the whitest, suburbious neighborhood ever. There's, you know, all kinds of lawn ornaments everywhere. Gnomes everywhere. Everywhere. But then you have this one house. <laughs> it's just completely cracked out. Refrigerator on the lawn. Car half falling apart. Guys wearing Pantera shirts. You know they're fucking God. low life. Pantera? Really? Yeah. Pro- he probably worships the devil so hard. Hell yeah, he does. Damn, man. And they're like fat guy, fat ball guy with goatee. You know, he's, he's up to no good. Yeah. And they show up. They just like fucking run off on the front lawn, peel out. 
the fucking the what's that guy's name? What's the Francis? Francis. He does a Parseval to cross the hood. Guns and- a blazing, and they're just like, "We got a question for you." <laughs> no part of this is just like we're going to talk to you guys. It's we're ready to fight you fuckers. Yeah, they, they already know these people are guilty. I, and our audience already knows that, too. Yeah, there's no due process. But, yeah, they're just like, why don't you tell Corey to come out? And so you hear a guy, really dorky-looking dude with a bandana on. So, yeah. He's like, Corey, some people want to see you. They say they're rangers. Corey's just like, tell them I'm not home. So the rangers are like, that's not going to work here. They walk up the, the, the porch and the Pantera guy stands up, and everybody else stands up, and yeah, the Rangers do not let them blink an eye. They just start the guy was attacking. just about to say, "Let me talk." To-. Boom! <laughs> he just kicks the guy in the face. His teeth go flying, and then it's just a it's just a roundhouse palooza. Murray, should I should I put in the put in some sound you, effects you here? Yeah, these people they're breaking the sound barrier with a roundhouse. Wow, wow. I mean, it's like when someone picks up a knife and, and like, just picks up a butter knife. Shwing, like, what the fuck? Like, it's that equivalent. Uh, yeah. So, I'll, yeah. I'm just going to give him a little sample here. But all this action and, uh, you know, Francis is taking out like one guy and one guy here. But Sydney is like doing these somersault kicks. She's she's like completely get six feet in the air and jump kicks one guy in the neck. It's it's a Paralyzes mess. the guy for life. But hey, that's what you get for being in a house where crime was happening. And then I think Corey like tried to escape out the back door and they they catch him and throw him to the ground and. They they end up actually cuffing him, and they look in his car, Santa outfit, no other thing he could be doing with that yeah, Santa outfit. Piece of shit. So just to give you another cute little moment, she puts the hat on, and she says, ho, 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 guess what we found for Christmas? And commercial break. And Francis hits her with, oh, yeah, what do you want for Christmas? I I, I got you a bathrobe. So funny. You always want to go out on a commercial break with a real, like, either a cliffhanger or a great one-liner. And that was a great one-liner. There was another one-liner in there. Oh, man. The guy, the the dorky white dude says, I got one word for you, beat it. And after she's done thrashing him, she says, beat it is two words. (laughs) Wow. She, oh. she physically and verbally thrashed that guy. <laughs> they really did just like condense our movies into 40 minute chunks. Yeah. So we cut back, you know, everybody, if you're if you're around the underworld or you're observing it like a cop, you know where you go for hot beanie pals. Yes. It's this. What was that place called again? Well, they, they got the email because Trivet is very uh, versed on Internet. Yeah. He's so you see you see his computer. It's making all kinds of noises. <laughs> he's got you take out my new GeoCities uh, site. I put up? <laughs> but yeah, it's beep, boop, 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 boop. no beep, computer boop, makes that noise boop, unless boop, it's broken. He's got like punch cards he's putting in. <laughs> Walker, of course. What is this? Some kind of Internet? Yes, boss. Two Internet. It's a series of tubes, boss. <laughs> 
But yeah, he's got this. Uh, this. It's not even like an email he has open. It's like a system warning, Windows system warning, and you can't read the text. But he's reading it to us, and it's Nelson Traders uh, says he's got a deal on Beanie Pals. There, he's got a huge uh, load coming in. He's gonna sell them for next to nothing. Why would he be selling them for next to nothing if they were the hottest thing in the world? It's just to get people in the door, and then he like jacks them. Yeah, then he jacks. This, this half ripped up one. This is the cheap one. The rest of them that'll cost you. There you go. So Walker so and stake it out. They stake yeah. the place out. They get once again. Trivet's like, come on, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, he, he does something real sly here because he's like, you know, I was thinking about getting CD a new hat. I thought I was going to say CD. Belt buckle on top. <laughs> and walk, walk, Walker gets it. He's just like, don't get me anything for Christmas. I don't want a new hat. It's about love and Jesus. That's all it is. Spirit of giving. Spirit of giving. Well, I'm trying to give you something, Walker. It, yeah. That's different. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, they're staking out the Nelson's Trader. Sure enough. Sure enough, those Vatos show up. Felipe, Felipe and, and the crew. crew. Yeah. And they're... I think they open the door, and they go, that's our move, and they immediately attack these guys. They see them rifling through the trunk, and somehow they fit, like, 5,000 toys into a trunk because there were so many toys in that that thievery scene. But they managed to fit it all in this one car. And so uh, Walker, he steps out. He's like, hey, here you guys got some uh, bean pails here. And they immediately just start fighting because that's the only thing you can do. Not... No, these are ours. No, let's fight. You can't lie to Walker. Yeah. This is the closest thing we get to Walker actually fighting. This is like uh, I mentioned that he just kind of throws somebody to the ground and, you know, Trivet kind of does the rest. I think that's why he was brought in, though. A nerdy black guy can't even kick it. I mean, kicks ass more than Walker does. I think so. Yes, they take him out. The guy... The, the Nelson, he knows the jig is up, so he turns the cl- open sign to closed. And then we cut back fucking uh, the pastor, man. He's in a coma, people. Yeah. That, that, that dry heart will fuck you up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Juan's standing over him. What? I said dry heart. It's dry You wall. did say dry heart? I got die hard on the brain because people won't shut the fuck up about it being a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yes, it's a Christmas movie. Yes. Shut up. Yes, it's okay. a Christmas movie. So, yeah, Juan, Juan's checking in on the pastor, and he is not letting this go. He is very upset. CD tries to rash, be rash, you know, set him straight. He's like, yeah. look, look, son, it's time about Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't want you to do revenge. Yeah. I want you to pray for this man's soul. He's in a coma. <laughs> and he's like, no, I cannot do that. I don't know why I did that. I he talks normal. Either. But he walks out, and then he just starts, I mean... Fuck, man. We were talking about uh, Red Brown the last episode of Moting. Yeah. CD is going for Dude. that Emmy. Dude. He's like, I want the fucking regular Emmy and the daytime Emmy. Dude, uh, those carolers roll up in the hospital, and they start singing behind him, and CD, <laughs> oh, his glasses are fogging. Oh, oh Cheeks get all red. Diabetes. <laughs> and, and then we, you know, so we know this guy has a heart. He's a tough hombre. Yeah. But he's got a heart. So we join uh, Juan, and he's heading over to his buddy Jose, and we get this nice R and B. This is my favorite mix from it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sprinkle it in right here. Um, but 
He's um, rolling up to um, Jose's place of work. He's just shooting nails into a piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. And he's they're like making like picture frames. I don't know what they're making. Yeah. Maybe they're making mangers. I don't know. Hey, maybe. But he's telling um, you know, I I know Felipe did this. You're my man, Jose. You gotta get my bag. Yeah. And Jose, I know I know you're you're married and expecting a child, but I want you to help commit murder with me. Yeah. Can you do that for me? Yeah. We're amigos. Exactly. And he's like, No, I can't. I Sorry. need you to throw that all away for this petty revenge. Yeah. And Jose is just like, look, I can't do this. And you know immediately something bad's about to happen to Jose. This is when the Should. like, this is when the ill feelings start happening with Jose. Right? Start really get worried about him. But uh, as Juan leaves, because Jose is just like, no man, no, no way, Jose. Um, we get the, I think we get that cut to Juan buying a buying a pistol. Yeah, from the back of a car. Yeah. Exercising his Second Amendment rights. Yes, absolutely. He's going to stand his own ground later. And uh, Jose, you know, he's a bitch now, so he immediately calls up Walker. Goes, I'm worried about Juan. I I just love this town that everybody knows Walker's number. I I like to imagine they don't call police like 911. He's like, I'll take care of it. Yeah, he just calls directly to Walker. Because Walker just does what he wants. He doesn't have to follow rules or laws or anything. He just... Takes care of business like it should be. Yeah. And while that's going on, our buddy Sid and Francis, the dynamic duo, are interrogating good old Corey. Yeah. And oh, jeez. They, I would totally break if they did this to me, dude. It was, this it was is, short cop, long cop is what I like to call this. Yeah. Style. This is like borderline enhanced interrogation. Like he was really pushing boundaries. He's like, here. look, you can go to jail. Four inches from the ground, oh. or four inches, or four inches from the ground. Oh, jeez. And he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> well, let me break it down for you. <laughs> let me do, he grabs a piece of paper. You see this? This is four inches. <laughs> and then he grabs a chair and slams on the table. And this isn't four inches. This is four inches on the ground. Get it? And he's like, he's like, oh, confused. He's like, what are you talking? I don't know. I did it. I did it. And he just, these blabs. He tells everything. Man, you can see Sydney in the background. She's getting a little hot. She's like, "Damn, I didn't know my man could do this." Or maybe they're not together. Man, I don't know. But the tension is, whew, of course, there's tension. There's a lot of tension happening there. And so he bitches out and gives up, spills the beans. Yeah, he tells them about where where every robber they all live in the same house. They're stealing yeah, all this money so not, they can barely yeah. afford the the house they all rent together. Crack people, it's whack. <laughs> Uh, it's opioid epidemic, Griff. Yeah, it started in '97. That's so what they're paying for. Still paying for it. So Juan goes to uh, the old factory, uh, old the hangout. Man, I was. It's right next to a wharf. You can't see the wharf. You can't but, see the wharf. <laughs> Middle of Texas. There's a wharf there. That's how fucked up this. Uh, you know, these aren't just garden variety criminals. These are hardcore. They hang out in an abandoned Sparks factory. Yeah. So we go to. Um, the factory, and you know, Juan is just putting out the the warning. You tell Felipe, I'm coming. Yeah, Felipe's him. hiding. He's a bitch. Yeah, and they, you know, the, the his old toughs. They try to, you know, we hear. Why don't you go back to your choir, choir boy? And he, he just grabs that man by the collar and is like, "I'll put you through that drywall. I'll put you in a coma like that pastor." You don't want to be and thrown through easy drywall. Yeah, no drywall for like, me. You tell Felipe, meet me at Arlington Square, because that's where we settle all our beefs. 
He's like, I'll do that. I got to tell you, the Arlington Square is just like an outdoor mall. It's not an intense place at all. But apparently it's well known for being where gangs settle scores. I heard scores. there's a hot topic there, so it's pretty uh, intense. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Walker and Triv are trying to figure out where Juan is going to be heading. Because they figured out the money thing. Like the malls off the expressway, that was easy. But where do gang members go to settle a score, Murray? I'm going to say Arlington Square. Arlington Square. That's where the Vados always settle. That's where I settle all my scores. That's where they all settle their their, their scores. So, so what's going on with that pastor? Well, CD, he's been watching over him the whole time. Yeah. And then he finally, he, he has his moment of clarity. Yeah. He says, he, he rips the fucking like, ventilator off the guy. He's like, this is a problem for the Lord. <laughs> and then he starts praying. He's like, good name Jesus. <laughs> His glasses start fogging up again. This prayer is so you hard. Say, my friend, I swear to God, I'll kill you, Jesus. <laughs> and... I'll come out of retirement and do what I did to those Waco boys. You're going to be an ornament on my tree next year. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus blinked. Oh, apparently. Well, we don't know. So we're like, all right, he's putting it into the hands yeah, of the spoiler Lord. Alert. Back pu- to foreshadow. He's putting it into the hands of the Lord and not medicine. So we, we've we been skipping over. There's also been a fifth or sixth storyline. There is seriously seven storylines happening the in least, this one episode. Yeah, the least important one is the heist, which we thought the whole episode was going about this heist. Yeah. No, it's not. It's yeah. About- and so we, we have, like, uh, glimpses into uh, Jose and his wife's little relationship, their little apartment, their little life. It's a beautiful yeah, life. Yeah, Jose and Maria. Oh, they're, they're, she's so pregnant and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And she like she keeps joking around about how the baby's on the way, and you know they're they're, they're getting ready to go to the final church service, you know the big Christmas church service, and so you know, getting in the car and getting ready to head over when her contractions start kicking up. She's like, "I'm not kidding this time. You got to get me there." And he's like, "All right, I'll get us there." And we cut back to uh, the church in Juan. Yeah, and they're having that big service and working on this play forever, ever. And he walks out. And yeah. So Alice is her name. Yeah. She's one like, of her stu- one of the, his students is like, "Teach, aren't you going to lead us in prayer?" And he's like, "Not tonight." So he heads it's like over. It's Christmas. What yeah. the fuck? We're we're not. This is it. Heads over to his car, and then yeah, Alice comes over, and she's like, "Juan, I'm worried about you. What are you doing? I have business to do." takes off as he takes off you see that star the same star that yeah. guided the magi to jesus yep. shine it bright just, it's like 10 times the size of any other star it's how bright it, it just is. always conveniently uh, uh escapes the clouds just the glimmer and it's like oh you start hearing that the chill it's supposed to be the children's choir choir you know group you know singing in the background i i can't remember the song i don't know my christmas songs and Fall to your knees, pray to the man at me yes. or something. Fall to your knees. That's my favorite <laughs> Christmas girl. So, uh, Juan goes to Arlington to Square. Arlington Square. The, they're like going to have an old-fashioned shootout, like meet you at high noon, but it's, yeah. it's like nighttime. Of course, Felipe's there waiting for him. Yeah, well, he ain't no bitch. Yeah. And, it's a, it's, and this is actually literally, it's a literal Mexican standoff. It is. Because, of course, and we, we can tell how, like, Juan's life has changed. He's become good by whole eye. way he holds his gun. Yes. Because Felipe does the scumbag criminal way of holding it sideways. Sideways, yeah. Felipe holds it like they train you in, in, the, in my NRA uh, 
yeah. training thing. The interesting thing about this is when they show up, Felipe seems like he wants to talk, but Juan is so angry that he pulls the gun, so Felipe does the same. Yeah. And, and they're just standing there for about 10 minutes. And now it's tense. And he's Juan is sweating, he's shaking, he's ready to murder this man. And then you hear Walker's voice. Is that what Jesus would do? Did you see my bracelet? WWJD. What so, would he do? He's like, I thought that was your favorite radio station. I didn't <laughs> know that was Jesus. And he just was like, oh, yeah, well, here's some more. Here's some great Jesus' greatest hits. Oh, man. And he just starts rattling them off. I think it was like Dwayne 2112. like, to be or not to be. That is yeah. a question. You know, all the shit Jesus said. Yeah. And he's just wands breaking, man. He's even and you can see it's working on Felipe. He's just like, yeah. He's having this. I at that moment, Griff, I went, I fell to my knees and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. It was that powerful. Chuck Norris's voice, man. I I didn't think it's got the same potency as that title track, that theme song when he mm-hmm. sing talks it at you. It's just it catches you. And then everybody but Chuck breaks down, starts crying. Even Trivet starts crying. Tri- Trivet, yeah, he's got the Frank Washington Every, O face. They like, beca- oh, jeez, they, they all become born again, born again Christians. Yeah, they re re give their lives to Jesus. Yeah, right there on the spot. God, man. Well, that's so. It's like that's it. That's it. We're all done. Show's over. We caught the fucking uh, bank heisters. Uh, yeah, we, we already settled the bank heister. We skipped out on that fight scene completely. Yeah, it was S- Sid and Francis went over. <laughs> they were half disguised, and so they just roll up on the lawn. Francis Parsifalt. They beat everyone's ass. They throw a metal pipe at a guy riding by on a bike. He wasn't even involved. <laughs> and, and thankfully, we could see a woman get beat up. Yes, and... Uh, as the woman is basically begging the cop to stop, beat her. Uh, she, Sydney. I love how they give us a flashback. She has the flashback <laughs> to the baby. And so we know, like, that's because you, you can beat up a random guy. Who cares? Yeah. But a woman, you got to have an explanation. Yeah. And it's like she was the woman in the car that had the fake baby. Yes. And so she takes her head, lifts up the hood on the car, it just slams <laughs> and the fucker down. stomps her. Like, busts all her teeth out. Jeez, man. And she's like, that's for lying about babies. That's for lying about babies. Speaking of babies. Let's, uh, yeah, go, wow. Maria and Jose Perfect are driving... Safely, slowly. They're going the speed limit. <laughs> you are going the speed and limit. And some rat fink motherfucker just happens to run a red light. Yeah. Runs them off the road. There happened to be, a, I guess, a ramp right next to this car <laughs> because their car goes flying over a car. They happen to be going into the Arlington Square. Just as how happened. Just as the fucking sh- the standoff is happening. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it almost is. So they Parsifal in a car over a car, which is the most impressive Parsifal right. I've ever seen. But he doesn't stick the landing quite so well. And so he drags all these Christmas lights down with him because he got some serious fucking air. And these are those old dangerous kind you screw in. Oh, my God, yeah. They're dangerous. And they're really dangerous when there's some some gas leaking. Oh, my God. And there's probably lead paint all over them. There's probably, like, uh, I don't know, uh, formaldehyde filled up. Uh, it's, it's all kinds of bad things. But, yeah, even the gas tank starts cracking and, you know, spilling out oil everywhere. Oil? So, gas, excuse me. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, Walker and everybody, they spring into action. They All four of them, they run over, and they they immediately help uh, Jose. Juan, Jose out. <laughs> immediately help the guy who's not pregnant yeah. at first. And then the fight, like the gas, the light bulb and the gas, it just erupts, and 
Uh, like, Jose's oh, like, uh, yeah. my wife? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're still young. Yeah. They're like, no, she's got my baby. Well, this is a right to life state. Yeah. So they grab her. Chuck her carries around. her over. Just happens to be a nativity scene with a nice this major. Is, yeah. yeah. Arlington Square is known for its nativity scenes. Yep. So they set up the baby, and Chuck rolls up his well, sleeves. They set up the pregnant lady. The baby still. Has oh, oh yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they they they. Set Chuck's her up. like Jose. Give me some of that boiling water. Yep. Juan, give me some blankets. And Trevette, just watch with that big dumb look on your face. <laughs> I'm gonna birth me a baby. Maybe maybe Trevette's thinking this is what Walker wants is and a then baby. Walker, I. I guess this is a way to give birth. He roundhouse kicks her right in the right spot in the stomach, and the baby just pops out. I mean, it took five seconds. She seemed to think it what? went The baby's well. a little stunned by being roundhouse. <laughs> He's not breathing. Oh. So they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, and Juan, he just Juan, looks up like, to the heavens. We learned from CD. Yeah. It's all in the Lord's hands. Yeah. You know, medicine, schmedicine. Everything is looking its grimace. You got a car on fire. They had to save everybody. Car blew up. You Yeah, car the blew up. The baby almost flew out of her <laughs> vagina when they like left <laughs> the from like, an explosion. <laughs> but they cut back to the pastor and CD. Pastor's still in a coma. CD's <laughs> like taking his rings and like watch off and uh, shit. Like he's the honor. Alice, who was trying to help the choir, that whole thing's gone to shit. They're 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 singing the wrong songs. <laughs> they're praising Satan. Everything is going to hell. But, but then you see up in the sky, yeah, that fucking North Star. That, that Juan's line. prayer, man. He he said, "Jose deserves this. Jose and Maria, they need this baby. You know how much they need it, Lord." Yeah, their green cards up. Man. Yeah, they need this baby. <laughs> they need this baby. <laughs> and sure enough, the clouds clear, night sky or the star shines, and they cut back to our characters who all have this ominous glow on their face now. Well, they all have halos. I thought. Yeah, they did. And and Jesus just came all over the them. Baby's like, <laughs> <laughs> what nice. the fuck? <laughs> It was like watching Baby Yoda all over again. Oh, my God. Christmas. And then at the same time, the pastor comes to just as fucking CD yeah. is pulling that one last ring off his finger. Oh, it comes to. Felipe. 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 So, so he looks at the sky after the baby starts breathing again, and he's like, Lord, please forgive me. I'm I'm a horrible gangbanger, and I'm going to get out of this life, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change everything. And that's when it cuts to uh, CD oh. and the pastor. But yeah, CD was trying to murder the man. Well, he was just no, he was just trying to steal his gold. Because <laughs> he's like, he ain't gonna need it. He's goner. <laughs> but, but yeah, the pastor comes to at that point because he's like, he felt that ring coming off his finger, and he's like, what? He's like, puts it back on. Damn it. <sighs> so yeah, so the pastor, he's out of his coma. He's brain dead. He's like basically a vegetable, <laughs> but he's out of his coma. Yeah. So our closing fi- uh, scene, we have Felipe. He's with Walker and everybody, and they go to the hospital. And Felipe is apologizing, which happens to bring the I I, I don't know. It kind of looked like uh, the pastor was coming out of that. Whatever happened to his brain, his dead brainedness, his coma, <laughs> his coma. Yeah. Well, he's already out of the coma. Yeah. But you took it a step further and said that he was horribly oh, brain damaged. Yeah, yeah, brain damaged. Yeah, he's got he's got CTC. But he at he's least probably going to murder somebody in a blind rage. Probably a child at the church. But Felipe but, apologized uh, to him in person, and the pastor just like, "Hey, 
If hey, the Lord forgive you, you fix that drywall. <laughs> fix the drywall, and you know what? The Lord forgave you, so I'll forgive you afterwards. But I will still remind you all the time that you wronged me. Yeah, and where's where are those beanie beanie fronds, beanie pals? Where, where are my beanie pals? <laughs> I was actually, I was gonna steal them actually. <laughs> oh, oh man, wow, that's does that doesn't get you in the Christmas spirit? I don't know what will. It was all there. Seriously, people. You, Grab your family. Your family's probably still there at your house. Get, listen to this episode together with yeah, them. And just, just, to together. just come together as a family and celebrate our Lord. I mean, Walker gave that family the best gift possible. He delivered their baby. Almost killed it, but he, he delivered almost, it. He, he got a little uh, carried away with the kick. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. but he hadn't kicked anybody all episode, so clearly he was yeah, going to get kicked. He kicked somebody. Away. It was the baby. Well, so be it. Yeah. Well, Murray, that was Tippy Tap number one. Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger, repis- wow. episode, uh, season eight, episode 12, if you'd like to go check it out. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. It's This is a, this isn't a Walker question. This is a action movie, action TV show question. Sure, sure, sure. Witcher. Are you familiar with this? Uh, I I have played the video games. Game. It's a video game, and uh, I've played like three hours of Witcher Three. Okay, I uh, they got a TV show. Yes, it's on Netflix. Yes, I watched the. I I know absolutely nothing about this. I vaguely know it was even a video game. Yeah, uh, I watched one episode. Not good. Are you serious? Because everyone on the internet says this is what Game of Thrones season eight should be. That blew my mind. I heard that too, and I was like, "Uh, no." Yeah. I, yeah. To me, it felt like more less Game of Thrones and more Hercules Legendary Journey. It's oh, like geez. I don't know why people. And, and I'm not knocking like Hercules or Xena because they knew what they were. Yeah, like, they knew they were a goofball like show, and they just embraced it. But this show was. I, 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 just, I just watched one episode. Maybe it gets better. But I was like, really? Are people saying this is because? Because look, I get it. Game of Th- Game of Thrones got bad as it went along. But no, I mean, like I, I will say this about Game of Thrones because I watched the show before I watched read the books. Mm-hmm. First season is one of the best adaptations, like TV adaptations I've ever seen. They really got it. Yeah. When they, once they started doing their own thing, and then it started, they lost their way, and then it got shitty. Right. But no, it's not Game of Thrones at all. Yeah. Like, I'll give it a couple more episodes. Like the lead guy was okay. The, he plays Superman, Henry Car- Car- yeah. Carvel. It was all right, but it's just, it, it, I don't know. It's just one. This is my one pet peeve. They used to do it in Hercules too, but I let it go because Hercules was a goofy show. Yeah, I hate when they do shows that are like set in like medieval or like quasi medieval times, and they use modern like slang and words. Oh, did they? Somebody used the word shindig. Oh, uh, that's kind of annoying. And it was it just takes you all totally out of the fucking like show. You're like, yeah. What? You know, someone said something was funky fresh. You know, it's not... it's it's almost as bad as Walker saying Bato. Yes, it is. So it's, it was a jarring moment. It's like it's like it's like fan fiction. I don't want to fucking watch fan fiction. I don't read it. I don't want to watch Ugh. it. And so I don't know if you guys love it. You're wrong because <laughs> it was pretty. Pretty bad. I'll give it two more episodes, and then I'm out if it don't improve. Well, that's good of you to at least go three whole episodes into it. Yeah, well, I think they're eight. So. Yeah. Because uh, there seems to be this attitude where it's like, just say hey, say fuck and throw some titties in it, and it's mature. It's an adult show now. It's like, no. It was, the it the was video goof. game did do that a lot, too. Well, I think that's what, that's what they, that's why they're, they're 
comparing it to Game of Thrones. Like, so what if you show tits? It's, yeah, it's, it's actually kind of immature if you think that's what, like, being an adult yeah, is. Yeah, it's like the sword and sorcery. The Witcher, I think, has a lot more magic going on it, though. Well, I saw him kill a monster in it, and I yeah. think they did do some magic, too. Yeah. Because uh, I like that genre, but most of it's garbage. Most of the shit that... Not just Witcher. I'm just talking about yeah. movies in general. I don't like, and this is, seems to be the one thing people always do when they do fantasy, and I hate it. It's always like a child is like the main character. Like they're always the, the chosen one, and there's that's some of that in this movie, this thing. Too. Hey man, back in those uh, fantasy times, I mean, you're an old wizard or you're a young king who dies early, so it's like. But these are little kids. I don't care if it's like he's twenty and then fine. Yeah, like but the, I don't. I hate like the kids. Starks kids were. Well, yeah. Rob was like you know. 18 or 17 or something when he took yeah. over. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were, de- in the books, yeah, they were more like children. In the, in the TV show, they were like kind of teenager adult. Like, yeah. yeah. They were little kids. Well, they had book. to get those people naked, so they had to make them adults. Right, it's probably what they did have to do. But yeah, yeah I don't, I, that's my pet peeve, I don't like that. Uh, that's why I never got into Harry Potter, I don't. Man, you just been waiting for this Tippy Tap episode to put that out there, huh? Well, I just saw it like two days ago. Oh, okay, so, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Well, that's what the Tippy Tap is for, to get these kind of ideas out there, because it would be kind of weird if on your episode I brought this up. I mean, it would have fit in with the Sword and Sorcery, at least. Well, there really was, it was... Sword Som- and lasers. Tomahawk and lasers. <laughs> Sword and sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's our. Uh, this is episode one of Tippy Taps. You know, this is not mandatory listening to. I guess this is for the hardcores of our, our... This is for somebody who wants to go out and check out somebody... Some people talk about Walker, Texas Ranger, apparently. Well, not just that. I think we're going to do... We'll probably do Renegade. For well, the next yeah, I'm one. saying for this specific episode. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope uh, it was as good for you as it was for us. It probably was as long as our Your episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you have a choice, so choose wisely. And uh, see you later.